0: GamesBeat Decides is supported in part by Intel and the Intel Game Dev Program. Check it out at software.intel.com gamedev. It's the internet, you're busy, let's do this. Welcome to the Games Beat Decides podcast. This is the podcast where we decide everything happening in the world of video games so you don't have to think for yourself. I'm your host, Jeffrey Grubb. With me is... Mike Minotti and I'm hungry. It's Is it time to eat food, Mike? Is it? I mean, are you always hungry or is it, this is like the real hunger? Is this the no, real this is hunger? No, like a real video? hunger because I'm just thinking
1: already about like, Thanksgiving and stuff. Also, it's kind of dinner time, I guess, but...
0: I was going to say, because that's not real hunger if you're just thinking about Thanksgiving. That's just you <laughs> thinking about food. But no, well, also, I guess it is
1: also dinner time. But yes, I, mean, I meant more. Yeah, I want, you know, carbs.
0: I'm hungry in a more spiritual way to get on with this podcast, Mike. So, There's nothing uh, yeah. spiritual about you. It's met- metaphysically um, and emotionally. I'm emotionally hungry to talk about the news, some games. And we're going we're gonna to be talking about preparing for a kind of game of the year, maybe oh, a little man. catch up. Uh, just kind of like prep, prep work, prep work. That's all. Uh, first, though, I want to thank everyone for joining us. You can get more from me and Mike at gamesbeat.com. If you have something to share with us, you can email the podcast at games plus podcast at venturebeat.com. Uh, there's also, you know, you can get us on Twitter at, at gamesbeat or at, or at GB decides. Um, if you're watching this on Facebook or YouTube or Twitch, there's an audio version, and you can get that on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and everywhere else. Finally, if you like the show, rate us on, on Apple Podcast because it helps somehow. So Mike, Yo. what's it like to have nine hundred and ninety nine oh, moons? It's pretty good because it's a lot of moons. Yeah. It so. is a lot of moons. It's more than Jupiter has.
1: It, yeah, a few, I think, a little, it's, a I think we can say we say it's probably more than a
0: few, just a handful. But yes, I think yeah, I'm I'm comfortable making that claim on this podcast. Yeah, I assume
1: that there aren't many planets with that many moons. But yeah, so that that's the Other kind of you. the max number of moons that you can get. There, there is like the the actual number of like attainable moons is like 800 something, and then you can kind of buy the rest right. for a hundred coins a pop.
0: Uh, so wait, what happens when you, uh, like when you get to 999, do they stop selling them in the shops? Oh,
1: you know, I don't, I don't know. Maybe not. You know, I don't, it, it doesn't add to your tally anymore.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. I was just, I guess. So it's just, even if they didn't, or if they, even if they did keep selling them to you, it wouldn't matter. So <laughs> no, I, I don't want the details on like what the game does or like sure. what it says. I, I I'm going to do the same thing. I'll get there eventually. Um, but I don't know. Just kind of, I don't know. Give me general feelings. Like, what was it like? Kind of getting to that point, you're still like yeah. having a really good time.
1: Yeah, it was interesting because th- this earlier this year was the first time I did a 120 stars in Mario. It really is kind of like the extra good feeling accomplishment to like you know kind of max it out. And Galaxy was just I don't know. I was just never bored of the game the entire time I was playing it. It was just always fun to like every night I would just kind of. You know, in bed, get my switch out, play around for like, an, you know, end up being like an hour or something, just kind of going around, slowly chopping away at the moons. And it was cool because it's it's very different from going through it the first time because you spend like an intimate amount of time with each kingdom and you like right. learn to like really know those levels inside and out. And like, I almost, I kind of have like me, have memories now of like those few nights when I was just in the wooded kingdom, you know, and, and weird stuff like that. Just really appreciate just like how well designed all those levels are and how. You know, actually, crazy it is that there are just that many of these moons in the game.
0: Yeah, did you get to a point where you're like, um, on your first playthrough, you're like, well, that level was kind of a dud, and then you went back, you're like, oh no, actually, I love this level.
1: Yeah, well, I don't. I think the levels I still thought were the weaker levels, like which are probably what the Snow Kingdom and the. Uh The Lake Kingdom. Uh, Yeah. uh, Lake Kingdom maybe was a little bit better on the the revisits. Snow Kingdom is probably still the weakest of them. Right, okay. But, I mean, the ones that, like, emerged as my favorite were probably the ones that seemed... I think the one that definitely holds up better when you go back to it is Sand Kingdom. Because when you're doing that the first time, you really are almost kind of, like, on this linear path. You don't even realize how kind of open that actual level is. So that was cool.
0: At Luncheon Kingdom is kind of doing the same thing for me. Where it's not, it wasn't linear, but I was just like, I don't know if I dig this. It just kind of seems like you're just doing this one thing. Right. It turns out there's a lot more there. Yeah, no, that so, kingdom
1: also gets a lot more. Uh, it's interesting.
0: a lot better. Yeah. Um. That's yeah. Still, still a very good game. I'm a. i am I am still playing it when I honestly should be playing other things now. Um,
1: yeah, I, I was. It's the same way. I really shouldn't have been playing. about I was, I should have been like, I can, you
0: know, 100 this later. I already beat it. I just yeah. it's what I wanted to play is just. I know. Yeah. For real. Fun. That's where I'm at. Yeah, it's God, it's a it's a very good game. I'm uh it's one of my new favorites ever. Yeah, Love it. I, I'm not I'm, I'm not sure, and I haven't because I haven't thought about this. Is this isn't me being like, oh, I'm not sure, Mike. Uh, this is me going. I'm not sure because I haven't put the time into it. because I don't have to yet, and I probably won't, won't until game of the year. Uh, I'm not sure where I'm putting it in terms of placing it next to Zelda. Uh, in terms of like what my top three is going to be, I'm pretty sure no matter what PUBG is going to be number three. We could talk about that Makes later, sense. but I'm, I yeah. But I'm like, uh, yeah, I can,
1: ta- yeah, I can tell you what my top two are going to be, probably. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, for sure. No problem. Uh, it's gonna, that's gonna be a tough one for me, I think. Um, so yeah, we'll figure that out as we move into December uh, and get into Christmas time and start doing some game of the year stuff. Um, what else? I mean, I see you've been playing Forza Seven. Tell me that you you plugged in an Xbox One X over the weekend, right? Right.
1: Yeah, I actually got that same kind of press bundle thing you did. Right, it comes uh,
0: with, like, a stack of, like, I, I don't know if I ever actually code. talked about so Yeah, a stack of codes for, like, every Xbox One X, like, major game.
1: Yeah, it was pretty, uh, nice. I'm not going to lie, it was kind of nice. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I got a lot of these games that I had yet, and is uh, one of them. It, it is a very good, hey, look how pretty uh, this thing looks kind of game. Right. Uh, besides that, like, I wish I, you know, <laughs> I only enjoy doing that kind of racing thing so much. Mm-hmm um I yeah you know yeah you know what i mean uh it was fun but uh i don't know if i am like it was fun to go through it and see how pretty it looks i don't know if i need to play it again
0: no i i don't blame you i, I mean i i really put a lot of time into forts of five when it came out and i thought that was a very good game at the time and then a little less with forts of six and now i'm like at the point where i don't know the, pro- the progression does seem a little odd with the uh with all the, the loot boxes and stuff. So maybe, maybe I can not play this one as much.
1: That's probably true, but like, that's not even really what's game. It's just like, again, if I'm going to play this kind of a racing game, I really would have it lean more towards the horizon style. Right. That's a little bit more interesting for me.
0: And I'm saying like, I'm like at a point where I'm like, I I do like those, that kind of racing a lot. And even I'm like, at this point where I'm like, "Ah, I don't know, I don't need it. So I could imagine if like you already favor the other kind, that would make sense. Um, I, Assassin's Creed Origins. I I, I played a, a little bit more than that. This is one. These one of the games. Uh, where I'm trying to decide if I'm going to spend my very finite amount of time at this point of the year playing this or going back and playing some of the older games from earlier in 2017. And I'm still on the fence. Where I'll boot it up here and there, uh, and then I'll fall off pretty quickly. Although I'm, st- I, I could tell that I'm like I could really enjoy this. It is hard what, because. What are you thinking?
1: It's a good game in a year where there are a lot of special games. It's yeah. so, so much so that you almost kind of feel like you're wasting your time if you're not playing a special game.
0: Yeah, that right? might be exactly what I'm
1: feeling. Um, yeah, so I mean, I really liked Assassin's Creed for a long time. I was really into that series. And I was one of those people who kind of dropped off right when uh, Unity came out. Like, first it was, you know, the kind of bad press about it. And then, like, once I didn't play, I'm like, you know what? I, I don't really feel like I missed anything in my life. I really was fatigued. Um so you know, so it's nice to have that break and to kind of come back to it, and you know, it, it is fine, but it is ultimately still a bit of a I, I kind of plays before the things that are new, especially the combat system. That is a very nice change. I am glad that they you, you're liking forward. the combat. Yeah, I think that was uh, smart. I think that yeah helps a good deal, but uh, I don't know. It's 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 fun and it's uh it's really. Qu- like, Assassin's Creed is very good at being a kind of travelogue thing, right? Mm-hmm. That was one of my problems with Unity. I was like, I don't really want to go to Revolutionary War France. That sounds kind of rough. But, you know, ancient Egypt, oh, that's neat. Uh, this is, this is you know, fun and, and stuff. So it's nice to, like, look around and see how pretty things are. But here's the problem. Is, we have so many of these... Um, far creed raider games you know mm-hmm. and i mean this year if you're gonna play one of those a lot it's probably gonna be uh horizon, horizon yeah and that's kind of thing is like I, I i do kind of like even though it's not fair because as good as the world is as nice it looks the game still has some of that Assassin's creed even like worse than some of the other games where story wise it's just a little uh animation wise has always been kind of rough like like the way this game starts is kind of bizarre because they, they're so yeah. desperate to get you right into the action, right into the game, that they don't really bother investing you in anything.
0: Yeah, that, I think that was a mistake. Like, I get I get the impulse there of like, oh, let's just throw them into it. But the stuff they throw you into isn't interesting. Uh, it's just not, right. I, I was bored. Right, it's like
1: like literally, you are immediately assassinating somebody, and it's like, well, who's this guy? And like, yeah. you kind of get an idea of what happened, and it's a pretty generic revenge thingy in the end. And I guess the some of the intrigue's coming later. But compared to like kind of the build-up to Assassin's Creed 2, right, where you're, like, starting off as this, you know, as 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 uh, Enzo, and he's, like, kind of just this t- playboy, and these things happen, and it just seemed like a much smoother progression. I, I Even Assassin's Creed 3, a lot of people criticize that game for having a very slow start. I kind of liked it, in a way, because it really got me invested in it. I really got to, like, meet some characters, and learn about them, and get slowly, you know, get put into that world. This one really does just you know, and we sometimes celebrate games that get you into things quick. This might be a little too quick.
0: I, I, mean, I think there's a way to get people into, into stuff quick while also delivering all that exposition and, and stuff at the same time. Well, or doing it, it with such panache that you don't care. Uh, yeah, and I like, don't Z- think it does that.
1: Zelda was able to do it so quickly because it doesn't really have much exposition, right? Right. Yeah.
0: yeah. So and, and it's and able
1: it, to explain all that relatively quickly.
0: Right, and and you're going in with a lot of expectations for a Zelda game, and when it and like you're, part of uh, that game is just like figuring out, oh, this is how this game works. That's okay. This is fun. I'm having a good time just doing that stuff. And then when it starts like doling out the little bit of story it has, it's like, oh, it's like a little bit of a mystery. We're figuring figuring that out as well. That's cool. Uh, Assassin's Creed. Um, I mean, even with the changes, it's still a much more known quantity. Yeah. What
1: What do you think about the whole like eagle thing? Because Far Cry Primal has something pretty similar. Yeah. It, so I, 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 I don't know. I don't know if i'm just kind of getting over like this whole like tag it in i mean i can track the magically thing i wonder if that's
0: hurting stealth games yeah maybe a little bit i so i, I mean it's exact same thing as uh the drone in watchdogs 2 which i'm not sure if you played any yeah day. i did it, yeah, it's exact same thing like instead of like,
1: like I, you know at least like in like a milk solid 5 or some of the order fucking games at least you had to at some point be in their line of sight to find them so a lot of times you're sneaking around not even to to kill people but just to find people now you just got to get anywhere near you push a button and you're just flying anywhere you want to you can easily tag anybody who's like not underneath a roof or a cave it,
0: it, it does, does seem it does seem like shorthand like short a, a shortcut to get to a point where all right we want to build these huge spaces and we want to fill them with enemies but we want we don't want to make it so difficult or like uh you know rinse and repeat repeat and try and try again that people get frustrated and give up so what can we do and like we'll just do this in all of our games that seems fine so i uh, i i'm still like at a point where tagging an enemy and and seeing them is is that part is fun um but like tagging the eighth enemy in the same spot and yeah, in, in the same way. area then i'm like oh man okay i'm i'm, I'm probably going to do all this work and i'm probably still going to miss one so i'm still going to deal with the same problem all over again and uh, I'm not actually playing the game. It doesn't feel like at that point anymore. So right,
1: it's, well, it's, not really much. Yeah. It's not really much of a, I guess it's kind of game. You're looking
0: for people. But it's not, it's not all that hard. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's just, yeah, you it's do a difficult. lot of
1: it. And I'm like, oh, I'm the Eagle again.
0: You cool. do do a lot of it. Right. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think you're right that they need to find a balance between those two things. I like having the option, I guess, um, I don't know. Maybe the eagle in, ends up doing a lot more, like like the drone. I think you could upgrade and do a lot of stuff with in Watch Dogs Two. Maybe they can do that here, make that more interesting. Um. So yeah, I uh I've been playing a, f- a few things as well. Uh, in in addition to Assassin's Creed Origins, uh, I played the, the PUBG update where they added vaulting. So now you can like, you know, uh, get over scramble up, yeah, scramble over fences and stuff like that. And I, I'm surprised at like how sort of well it works, and it looks really nice like it's really well animated and it activates on like one button press you always feel as if uh when when you hit that space bar to do the jump and you're right in front of uh right in front of something you know it's just going to work and that is a really weird thing in this game to have something that's like well made and not janky and and it still exists in this janky framework everything around it is still very weird um but I, it does feel like an indication of where the game is headed, far down the line. Like this is part of the 1.0 update that is coming out soon uh, at the end of this de- at the end of December, I believe they said. Uh, oh, I know. 1.0. 1.0, yeah. Yet, oh yeah, official release. Um, but it, again, that that term is meaningless because it's just it is just this very well made thing inside this janky product. Um, it, you know, and it works. It's fun. It's fine. Uh, but it, it kind of makes me realize, oh, I want the rest of the game to get to this level of polish as well, and it's not. I still I still like the janky game. I still had a great time with that throughout this year, um, but it, it's just very... It's- would you
1: have maybe envisioned back when you were first getting to PUBG that by this point it would be less janky?
0: Um, I, I don't know. Like, what do you mean? Like, do you think like, do you think it's this, about the same amount of janky as it always was or what?
1: Oh, I don't know. You know, more. That's why I'm asking you, like, is do you think it's progressing to become less janky at a reasonable rate?
0: I don't know. It's not too far off the pace that I always kind of thought. I, I mean, I, okay, so maybe at the like the very first time I played it, I'm like, oh, maybe the next time I will play it, it'll be like they'll add a, add some other new polish. But by like the, the second week, and I realized, no, the, their rate of updates is going to be this very deliberate thing, and they're focused on some features and getting the feel right before they're going to start cleaning up these edges. Uh, so I realized, like, no, it's it's probably going to be it's going to feel like this for a very long time. Uh, that's what, like so having that feeling, and then getting to this point where I'm playing this this update. This you know it's only on the uh, you know the trial, uh, you know the public trial server or whatever, uh, and, and seeing this thing that actually is less janky uh, and looks like it could be in a AAA game. Uh, that is, it's very like unsettling to be playing that all of a sudden. And be like, okay, they actually have a lot of work to do here um, if they're gonna really deliver on the promise of this game. I don't know. Um, it, it's a strange feeling to have. Um, I, I've also been. In, in my attempts to catch up on games. Um, I'm playing a little bit more near oh. trying not to bounce off it. I I'm starting to, I think get to the points where the game um, is beginning to ask or pose some interesting questions about the world and the robots and the characters. Like, and the is Ant- still in the robots. first playthrough, yes, I'm very, I'm, I'm very early still, I think too, like just a couple hours in, um, but I'm starting to see the appeal of the, like the world building the story uh i I and i dropped the difficulty all the way down to easy so i could just like kind of oh. spam through it
1: yeah, it's already pretty easy jeff
0: i know it is but i'm like i just don't i don't ever want to feel challenged because i want to see if i can get through this if i start seeing that the battle system has some depth to it like some real depth to it beyond like adding these different mm. uh you know mod chips or whatever i'll well, that's, dig that's, it that's that's I'll, fair enough <laughs> i'll turn it back up but it doesn't feel that way so far so i'm like i'm not gonna really like waste my time like with that um because I do, I do understand that's like it's about experiencing the story, playing actually playing through it, not just watching the videos and then doing it again. And like, there's, I mean, you know, people are making big promises about like what that does, so I want to see it for myself. Um, that is one of the games uh, that I definitely want to try to get through before the end of the year, though. Uh, the only other game uh, right now that I've been playing a lot of is is Hitman. Um, More they, Hitman. Yeah, they released the Game of the Year edition, and it actually has a whole new campaign, basically. Um, so what they did is they took a, uh, uh, the four of the existing stages and remixed them and added a lot more details and like changed the sky boxes, um, and like the time of day. So like you'll be in Sapienza, but now it's nighttime. Um, and that's, and it's really cool to be back in these places and doing different things. And the story, it's actually pretty cool. I'm about halfway through and I understand by the end of the, uh, the, the, fourth chapter, it's like a four chapter campaign. Uh, they do some really crazy stuff. So that's one I want to see through as well, but I, man, that game's still very good that game just all the wacky stuff that they put in there like the first one you're like chasing down this death cult leader while well, these two death cult leaders and you get to like infiltrate the cult of course and pretend to be one of their members and be there when they're doing like their death cult stuff and you know setting stuff stu- stuff up to yeah, explode yeah you get to summon
1: a magic eagle to tag all the aliens?
0: <laughs> no but i'm really hoping i'm i'm uh, i'm going to keep replaying this mission cuz i'm hoping they they actually like summon death and i could pretend to be death and coming in and kill them. like I'm hoping that's there. This is the kind of game where like, you think that sort of thing might be possible, and you go to try it, and you're surprised. Oh, yeah, it actually is totally possible. Uh, the, the developers thought that through. So we'll see. I'll, I'll, I'm going to give that game uh, some more of my time, but uh, maybe not too much more, again, because we're just running out of uh, daylight before you know the middle of December when we're going to try to do our game year. Yeah, it really is. It's like a month away, not even. Okay, um, Mike, let's get on to news. How's that sound? Okay. Um, I mean
1: do you, want to talk about Star- <laughs> you
0: want to talk about Star Wars <laughs> Battlefront 2? Yeah, they had a busy week there, huh? Some shit happened. Um It's so, funny what a,
1: it's funny that a lot of downvotes can actually mean something.
0: Yeah, I mean is that the lesson to be learned here? I guess it is. I mean, if it's I, well,
1: not-
0: I think the lesson to be learned
1: here is that we I mean it's been happening, but like the idea of like an internet gamer being different from a mainstream gamer is kind of done now cuz mm-hmm. all the everyone's internet savvy. Yeah, so I, a very like there is an, a large enough portion of your consumers on Reddit now, right? And who you know are reading like whatever's trending there that that matters and it could affect your uh, game sales and stock price.
0: Yeah, and it I mean it seems like it might have done both uh, to EA. Like EA, I mean, the stock price did did take a dive at the end of last week after they announced that they was so. Let's just get the headline first. EA turned off in-game in purchases for battlefront 2. You can't buy money, like in-game currency and then spend that on loot boxes. It all just exists in the game without your real money being taken into consideration in any way. This is a temporary change. It the microtransactions are gonna come back after EA gets some time to like fudge with some stuff. We have no idea what that's gonna look like. Um after EA make this made this announcement on Friday it's its stock price did dive like two point five percent, which was like way below like what the market was doing overall. Um and, and it seems like the game is maybe not selling very well. Just early numbers. The U.K., um, which is always the first one to come out with like le- legitimate sales numbers, uh, physical sales for the game were 60% down compared to the first game. That's, uh, that's kind of right in line with, like... I, so I, I reported a few weeks ago, maybe not even... like Maybe it was early last week, um, that pre-orders for the game in October were down 60%. So that's, like, right in line with, with that same number. So... Maybe this is just uh, uh, people feeling burned from the first game or some other factor. Uh, Battlefront two just isn't exciting. Cause the first one was like, Oh, this is a, a new star Wars game. But now like, let's get another star Wars game. That's not just the same thing over again. So it could be that, but I, Mike, I don't think you're wrong when you say it's a significant online population that is influencing people buying games uh, everywhere. Uh, so yeah, this is, this was nuts. This was kind of insane. Yeah. Uh, that was crazy. I mean, and, so, I, like, what
1: you almost want to be like, oh, maybe people are maybe maybe the reaction is too big, but it's like you know what? Why was EA doing this? Why were they messing around this? And it, it really was. I mean, they they already messed with it before. Like their initial idea of what would be like an acceptable progression system in this game was just kind of absolutely bonkers. And even when the game launched, there's the fact that you could have a special edition of the game that just gives you things like better grenades like not even just like yeah. a different grenade, but a grenade with a bigger blast radius
0: yeah did you use that code that came with the xbox one x because i think it's yeah code. it's it's that yeah. version of the game
1: like that's insane to me for your multiplayer shooter that that like like oh what do we give people in the special edition give them a soundtrack how about like a statue even just like the in-game currency to get loot boxes now here's just a better grenade
0: that's it, to me that said it says we don't really care about uh, the, the competitive integrity of this game.
1: Well, there's so, so much, uh, why there's do competitive I competitive integrity? But there's that's even just like I want to play a couple rounds and oh, I can't kill this guy as fast because he has like a
0: thing that gives him more health. That's yeah, but insane, I mean, like just me. like just fairness, like beyond like uh, like the pro style like competitive idea of competitive integrity, just like. If I'm going to go play chess, I want to know that I'm going to have all the same pieces as the other person, even if I've like only played chess a couple times in my life. Like, like in reality, Uh, to me, it's not going to be fun if it's not fair from the get go. Unless your game is built to be, you know, like uh, you know, uh, not the same, like unsymmetrical, uh, basically, where it's like two different sides with two different you know qualities of weapons. But that's not how this game is built. This game is built to be like oh, it's two teams of of relatively uh, similar capabilities going up against one another. Um, And so, yeah, so when I see something like, this person bought the special edition, just gets a better grenade, um, and (laughs) most people won't be able to get that for a long time because it's not like it's just, like, the next best grenade. There's, like, four tiers of better grenades, and this one's all the way at the top, and that probably takes hours and hours and hours to unlock, and that's just one of the things you can unlock. So you might be putting... Stuff into different areas. You might not. You might get unlucky and never get this better, better grenade out of the loot boxes. It's just dumb. The, the crazy thing is that other people
1: have, have kind of figured this out, right? You can either do that—the Call of Duty, Titanfall model where you, you unlock things as you play, and it's not necessarily better weapons. Like one of them might end up being better. Like people, right. are like, oh, this gun's kind of pretty good, but they're just different weapons. You don't get like different. the AK forty-seven that does plus 10 damage it's not like that it's just here's the the different gun or you do the overwatch thing where everyone is just the same and you're unlocking cosmetics so kind of like try to mix those two things but then also just have like actual improvements as part of it like buffs It's just
0: bizarre i mean i get why ea thought they could maybe do that i mean actually i don't but like they do fifa ultimate team and that, that, that works, and people mostly don't complain, although they do complain about that. They're just – it's a smaller audience that's that's quieter. Also, it's a side mode, and there's still the completely pure version of multiplayer of FIFA that people could play that if, if they want. Um, you know, but
1: that would have almost just been a quick fix to have some kind of, like, maybe separated at least so there's a mode of Star Wars Battlefront, which is just, like, locked loadouts for each of the classes. Right. Or in, lo- in like – Locked heroes for each of the maps. I don't
0: know. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I, I, like, again, another thing I reported last week uh, is they were considering an Overwatch style mode that would have, I think, would have had relatively static heroes uh, where, you know, everyone kind of understood them and learned them, and team composition would have been a very important part of this mode. Uh, And they would, the way they were going to monetize this is just selling hero skins. Uh, If you, I mean, if you look at Battlefront 2, if you go look at the live game right now, and you look at like, uh, like all the hero characters and Luke and, and Leia and and Boba Fett or whatever, they have all these different emotes and they have all these different, um, (coughs) like the windscreen poses, just like overwatch. The one thing they don't have are the character skins. And I, so my reporting basically said that Lucasfilm wasn't going to play with this. They didn't want to do it for some reason. Um, a, a big part of it likely could be is that it takes months for Lucasfilm to approve these sort of things. Uh, and so in the final game, uh, they're not monetizing, but also there's almost none of them. Like, there's a bearded Han and a non-bearded Han. And there's uh, a Kylo Ren with you a mask bizarre. and a Kylo Ren it's without a mask. characters
1: change costumes, like, every ten minutes, it feels like. Right, yeah, and it's like... like such, well, just, a, just with Luke alone, you could have had, sense. like, you know, the Tatooine Luke, could have had the Starfighter Luke. Battle uh, Damage uh, Echo Wampa base, look, yeah, yeah, Echo Base Luke. Uh, I mean, that's just I'm, I'm, like, through one and a half
0: movies. Right, it could have been yeah.
1: a zillion yeah. things. Old person, lo- I mean, it's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's insane that like that they couldn't make that work for for whatever reason. Um, but the, you know, they they didn't, and so they uh, basically EA is like, okay, well th- that was going to actually be a big part of our revenue for this game, so we're going to have to rely more on star cards. But boys, that just that, that that seems like the star lazy cards option. Are so bad, star cards is it's such a yeah, it's it's really bad. It, it destroys the progression and it's going to make people scream pay to win and they're right it absolutely is um it's 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 nuts i i, I don't know I, you... it's upsetting cuz i want to
1: i want to have like the cool star wars multiplayer shooter thing like, you even defended battlefront 1 quite a bit when mm-hmm. people were kind of against that and it's like a frustrating that this game could have finally been like the the better version of that and in a lot of ways, it is, but it's just completely. It really is just really hampered by. I mean, you're you're playing it. I'm not really playing it yet. I mean, aside from all that junk, what do you think of the game?
0: Uh, it's it's pretty much the same. First, it's the same as the first game. Pretty much, uh, it feels very similar. Uh, you know, the shooting. It feels like a dice shooter. It, the the hero versus hero mode feels very loose and not uh, refined in the way that you would kind of hope like I was comparing it to overwatch in the past saying, Oh, this is, this game doesn't benefit from from getting compared to two years of people playing overwatch. You play that hero mode and it's just like, this is kind of, this is whack. It's really boring and stupid. And it's like, I don't feel like the powers are uh, that consequential. Uh, uh, You're just kind of spamming them over and over, hoping, hoping something happens. Whereas overwatch is just so refined and beautiful and perfect. uh, And this game's not. Um, And then, you know, uh, the, the, the best part might actually be that they really really nailed the star fly, uh, you know the starfighter mode. Yeah, that was
1: actually one of the most impressive things in the beta. That mode felt pretty good. It's it, which it, is it's, weird it's that like they did such a good job with the fighter like the space fly, like fighter mode.
0: Well, that, I mean that was Criterion, I guess, completely one hundred percent made that. So, well, but maybe they should have made that game. Then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like,
1: uh, are we gonna get a good Star Wars game soon? You think like a really really good one to be excited about again? I don't know. I mean, it's like, I mean, it's like, this is almost making you forget that, like the whole, uh, the whole thing with, uh, visceral happened not too long ago.
0: Yep. And I completely put that game into the ground. It's going to change, like the assets from that, from that game will continue, uh, and live somewhere else. Um, and people, people at the time were saying it's going to be like a destiny clone. And I'm starting to believe that more and more. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, I think maybe the respawn game could still be very good. EA bought Respawn. Uh, they they own that now, and that that game's definitely going to happen. Um, or it's definitely going to continue until <laughs> for you know, a while. Yeah, for a while. Uh, and that, the rumor is that's going to be a Jedi game uh, of some sort. Uh, oh, it's definitely going to be a Jedi
1: game. That was one of the things that came out of yeah. what people were saying. One of the things that going against Visuals game was that there weren't any Jedi's, and those they just didn't understand it. Oh
0: God, that, that, I hate uh, that. Um, yeah, uh, I know it's annoying. Uh, so I mean, maybe response game will be good, but I, I feel like that's going to be an anomaly where the other games won't be. So you know, it's, you you know the phrase like
1: you know the, the current age is never the golden age. Like back in like that kind of like late '90s, early 2000s, I thought nothing of the fact that it seemed like four Star Wars games were coming out every year. Yeah, I mean, like either. a lot of them were really good, and like yep. sometimes they wouldn't be that good, but yeah, man, they, you know, they're still fine. Like I can't imagine like now. Like, it, it ever being like that again, where yeah. they were just giving the license to anybody who wanted it. It felt like there's just all these games coming out, and a lot of them were really neat, and now it's, like...
0: Yeah, a lot of them were, like, reasons you know, to buy systems, like uh, that the, the early Rogue Squadron games, and...
1: Yeah, well, Rogue, Rogue Leader, and, yeah, uh, and got a, uh, Republic Commando. Republic on, Commando on Xbox I mean, and stuff. Yeah. I mean, these were, like, really... Like, co like game of the year stuff, right? Like right, this is yeah. the next time we're gonna say like that—that that Star Wars game was like a contender for game of the year.
0: Yeah, we, I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, like it, it's just
1: muddled up in so much like. You know, for, there's, there's the EA thing where EA is not really making a lot of prestige games to start with, but then, you know, it's, it does seem like this detriment to have to try to work with Disney on, <coughs> on this and Lucasfilm. And it's right. like kind of this, because, you know, and maybe they have a right to be protected, you know, protecting it. Cause it is such a big yeah, investment. They, for have, them, their, and they is, have their vision and they want it protected, but yeah, but it is, it does seem detrimental to maybe making an exciting video game. Maybe it can help make like a decent game that can make money. But I don't know. You know what all this the is- whole Battlefront Two thing is just a bummer, man. Because it, yes. it's just it should have been should have been better and
0: a oh, fucking bummer. You know what it makes me think of? Um, all this effort that EA puts into here, and they're they're building this game as a service. It's a game as a service, live services. All our games are live services now, and it reminds me of esports where publishers come out and say, here, "Here's our eSport. Here's our." our competitive game our pro game it's going to be an esport it's starting to feel like we're going to get to a point where no the gamers decide what's a service because if you, you 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 pop up a tent somewhere and you start selling something and you're like oh I'm going to provide a provide a service I'm a service but then no one shows up and no one actually wants that or they just buy the one thing and they never come back to you again you're not a service you're just like you're like this thing that kind of exist exist in flux or exist for no reason um where like like again not to keep going back to this game over and over again but overwatch blizzard set this game up and they like no this is going to be a really great game that people are going to want to keep coming back to and wanting to engage with in other ways and we're going to build up the models uh, of business around that here's some cosmetic stuff that you can keep buying if you want if you're one of the people that really connects with this game uh, EA was like, no, if you're anyone who's going to buy this game, you are part of our service, whether you want to be or not. Like that's just the way it is. Um, I, I don't know. It seems like going forward, publishers are going to have to be very cautious about just declaring something a service. It has to like prove itself first. I think. I don't
1: know. No, I think you're exactly right. I mean, it's like it's one thing for maybe you know Call of Duty to have some sort of a microtransaction store, but like battlefront like battlefront 2 already had a lot to prove right and they were doing that with the marketing Look, we have all the content this time so then to like just really test the limits on this yeah other thing with the progression yeah
0: they're <sighs> they're, in, they're in a Sorry. tough spot too because they keep telling investors over and over live services are the thing live services are the thing and if they have to start stepping back from that in any way uh people are going to get spooked um so yeah um, so yeah, we, I, I already kind of touched on the other story. We don't have to t- really talk about this, just the Overwatch style mode that's coming, um, or was going to come and got, some I,
1: I, I do feel like maybe, I mean, getting, you know, hindsight, but man, it, wouldn't it have been better if they just made a more of an Overwatch style Star Wars games that was just all heroes mm-hmm. and like every three months it could add a new famous Star Wars character to it. And boy, that you know, sounds like get, a perfect game. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you don't get too wrapped up in maybe, you know, the, the, uh, the canon of it, you could just say it's a hollow projector thing again, whatever, but right. like,
0: but then like a new, yeah, but it'd be fun. Uh, yeah. But then like the new season of uh, star Wars rebels starts and you have one of the characters from there joins and we have a rebels event. And then the new star Wars, like offshoot comes off and you add that character and you have the, you know, the Han Solo spinoff. Event. Like,
1: oh, look, episode nine's out. Here's race skin from that movie. Yeah, you know? it, it's like,
0: I, exactly. And like, it's, it just kind of, it works itself. I, I don't battlefront two, as it's built, uh, I don't know if it like if it could support that sort of sort of uh, event-based structure. Uh, because what mode do you put it in? Like, there's a, b- a bunch of different modes. Do you have to build a, an event for each one of these modes? And uh, am I going to be buying characters, or do I just get the characters? And if I get the characters for free, how do you monetize them? Because I'm not going to be buying skins for them. I mean,
1: we've, we've already kind of seen it with, like, their mobile games, which are all very character-focused, right? Um, you know, the role-playing one, the one that's kind of, a classic clan style thing. I mean, they're, right. I forget games, but they're both pretty popular from what I understand. Uh,
0: yeah. They're both again, just centered
1: around heroes and they pretty well. Yep.
0: Yeah, boy, and that, that's another kind of way we're going to keep talking about this game, but um, that's another thing like is triple a blockbuster gaming. I mean, there's a lot of money to be made, but is it just too much of a risk? Why not just keep making these mobile games for $50,000? The thing about
1: Star Wars is that the mobile games have been working better. Like right. they're actually better games. Um, uh, I mean, you could do it, they're just, I think you could do it, they're just doing a bad job of it. Yeah, they are. I mean, look at Lord, um, you know, you did MPD a long ago, Shadow of War was the number one game in a pretty competitive month. I think that's super impressive. And that's a franchise, you know, Lord of the Rings that doesn't really have anything, like, right now, right? the Hobbit movies were a bit ago and weren't even that well liked, but people are still like, yeah, Lord of the Rings game, cool. Sell a bunch of money, because it's it's well made, right? Mm -hmm. Even that thing had, like, the orc controversy, but at least that was in a single-player game, whatever.
0: Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the loot boxes there being kind of a uh, a distraction. People definitely got mad about that, but it didn't seem to be enough.
1: They also, well, yeah. They also because you're not. They don't have to ever like maybe compete against somebody who's buying orcs,
0: right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, We we should move on. Um, On this kind of similar topic, CD Projekt Red uh, said it was considering games as a service. Uh, It wanted to do that going forward or or something along those lines they walk that back a little bit in a tweet. And I'll just, I'll read the tweet. Worry not when thinking, uh, cyberpunk 2077, I couldn't remember what CP stood for for a second. Think nothing less than the Witcher three, huge, huge single player, open world, story driven RPG, no hidden catch. You get what you pay for. No bullshit. Just honest gaming. Like the wild hunt. Uh, we leave greed to the others. Um, man, 280 characters is a lot um yeah right yeah yeah. these tweets are just like statements now so uh, the reason i wanted to include this is it seems a a bit weird for this to come out because just the other week they were there was a lot of word around uh cd project red that employees were feeling yeah were feeling discouraged uh that they weren't being well compensated they're being paid less than other developers in the same country um and the the leadership is somewhat questionable. Things like this, a lot of this stuff was popping up, and it's like, okay, so are we going to get this game uh, with no bullshit? Because there's people at the studio who are suffering and not getting paid as much, or they might get they might have to work uh, nonstop up until the game's released, and then their job is cut. Instead of working up nonstop to the game's released, and then they have to keep making content uh, because their game is a service. Um, uh, does this does this statement ring true to you, Mike, or is there something else here? Right,
1: well, it is this bizarre thing where we where we have to these companies kind of tell inve- they have to tell investors one thing, right. kind of gamers another. God, right? Yeah. <laughs> don't worry, we're definitely going to keep making money off of this. It's going to be great. We have microtransactions, like guys. Don't worry about those microtransactions, by the way. They're like totally bullshit. We're not <laughs> greedy like those guys. <laughs> it's like, oh man, it's like, it's like who knows what to think. I mean, I guess the one thing here is that Witcher Three was a game that handled this stuff very well. But it, it's funny how even that seems like a long time ago compared to now when, and where we are with microtransactions and these kind of things.
0: Yeah, it, it, it does seem like these companies are all run by cheating husbands that have to lie to their family and stuff. And, and then they come back and like buying expensive watches for their girlfriends on the side or whatever. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah,
1: but I, sometimes sometimes they like buy you five extra presents at Christmas. Exactly. So-
0: yeah, they t- or they take away the microtransactions they were charging you. Um, <laughs> Vivendi has uh, no plans to take over Ubisoft for the next six months. <laughs> oddly specific. I, <laughs> okay. Uh, Gosh. For the next Ma- uh, Mike, Mike, Mike. I have no plans to kill you for the next six months. Well, that's a really... <laughs> I well, what is, man? I can't tell if this is just a like. Okay, so both these companies are French. Is this just a French thing? Or are they just fucking with each other on a really? Yeah, I, mean, I feel like I feel like I've been hearing about the
1: Venues going be buying Overwatch, yeah, Ubisoft soon for years now. Just either do it or don't
0: already. Yeah, I mean, I get that it's like a, a hostile Overhead. a hostile takeover, so they're buying a little bit of shares here and there, trying to slowly get enough to get the voting rights or whatever. But like, first of all, why do you want uh, this? I this is my thing with Vivendi. You are not Yves Mote however you say his name, you are not going to be able to run That's this company right. and Yves is going to dip as soon as he can. After you buy that shit, uh, that, that it's like one of the most complicated like, corporations in the world. All these different studios working together on all these projects. And I, I, I think Yves Gilma gets a lot of the credit for that. Uh is going to come in there. They're going to own those properties and they're going to tank. Uh, and it's not going to be worth anything that they are, are paying for it now. But Man, do you, I mean, do you think this just means like in six months in one day, Vivendi's going to make their their hostile bid? I don't
1: know. It's like I, I, I really am at this point. Like, is Vivendi ever actually going to do this? Because it seems like no one wants them to, except Vivendi. And maybe that's enough, right? Uh, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> hostile takeovers are. Weird. Did you? Know, oh god, this is such a meaty to say. Did you ever hear about like Disney's like hostile takeover uh, fight in the eighties? Back when they're real crappy.
0: Um, I, I've heard a little bit of it about it, but I'm actually super interested to hear like the details. If you want to give us, eh, quick. I'm not gonna tell you. T- give, no, give, me quick, mean, give me the quick. Give uh, me the quick version.
1: Uh, guy was gonna buy them, and they were freaking out about it, and that's what basically led them to uh, getting Michael Eisner from Paramount, and a bunch of other things. But it's just interesting that even and they like had the that guy killed.
0: May- All right, I get it. Yeah, they had
1: the guy killed yeah, very secretly. <laughs> they said, yeah. but it is weird how even Disney at one point could right you know hostile takeover compared to where they are now I mean I don't have a that's t- the weird thing about Ubisoft. Ubisoft doesn't sound like that's a failing company or anything it's
0: just yeah it's like I, I, other that's the thing hostile like, uh, takeovers are weird they are that's what was I gonna guess say like I have no real I don't have a ton of history in business so uh, the hostile takeover is one, one of those things it's like how does this work So people like so you like someone could just come into your company and take it over if you don't want them to and it's like oh yeah because you're publicly traded and traded. and like all these people own your company and they could do whatever they want with those shares uh, right. And when I mean, someone well, gets more than 51%, it, guess what? you're fucked.
1: But as a, a like but Disney, I think the same thing happened like they had to go beg you know a lot of family members like, hey, please give us your shares mm-hmm. so that we're not taking over. A lot of consolidating, a lot of talking to the people with like a lot of shares. Right. Uh, I mean people people have been blaming just in general, A lot of this uh, microtransaction stuff on the idea of like this publicly traded company because they're always expected to to show a profit and to show a better profit. Mm -hmm. And you know, at some point you can't, so you got to start doing weird things like selling people Darth Vader,
0: right? I mean, you you could try to like make the games bigger and bigger so they appeal to more and more people, so you spend a lot more money, but then you you spend a lot more money, so you're not gonna make as much profit. Uh, so yeah, it's yeah. it uh, Used, used to be
1: thing. they would just make a new Assassin's Creed every year to try and make it work
0: right now, and yeah. it, that worked for a while, worked for a real long it time. Worked um,
1: We're still working for uh, <laughs> Call of Duty.
0: Yeah, it might, it might still be working for Assassin's Creed. I mean, it was number two behind uh behind uh the, the yeah, one year off, sure the Middle Earth there. game. So yeah. Um. Okay, I think that's gonna do it for the news. So what we're gonna do now is we're gonna go to a break. We're gonna come back, and we're just gonna kind of give some early thoughts on where we should be in terms of thinking about games for Game of the Year. Uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> Hey, you. Yeah, you. The one trying to make a video game. I've got someone here that can help you. And that someone is Intel, which is not a someone, it's a company. But this company, they are going to help you as if they were a somebody and a someone and also a something. Check out software.intel.com slash gamedev to find out how Intel is making sure all the innovation in gaming continues to happen on the PC as part of the Intel Game Dev program. Again, that URL is software.intel.com gamedev. Sign up and start something new. And we're back! I just surprised Mike with that return, I and uh, was scared. I threw it right on top of him. Uh, I, don't, I don't give a shit anymore, Mike. Um, I'll calm down. No, I'm, I'm all hyped up. I'm too hyped up because it's game of the year time. <laughs> right. It's time for oh man, uh, to talk about the best polite. game of the year and get really mad at each other over meaningless
1: pieces of entertainment. The funny thing is that me and you will not be mad at each other. We're going to get scream at everyone else. Likely on our not. Staff,
0: I, yeah, more than more than likely, you and I will be yelling at each other like not very often. Uh, Compared to the way we are, we'll yell at every single one, uh, every single other person He'll on the staff. Yeah, going get rough. Yes, I might
1: just walk away. Yeah,
0: yeah, in the middle, we'll I might just say, I don't care
1: anymore. <laughs> I'll be like a child. I don't care anymore. You say cute.
0: Take your Mario and go home. Um, okay, so it, I, I just wanted to get kind of get with you and ask Mike. You want to get with me? I, huh? I want to get with you, Mike, and I want to be like, hey, <laughs> hey. What, okay. <laughs> what games should I be playing in your ear? I want to whisper that. Um, so game of the years coming up, yeah, you know, like the middle of next month. Uh, I feel like there's a couple I definitely know I want to catch up on, but are there any other games that might be on your list that you're like, man, it's going to be a bummer if no one else is talking about this.
1: Well, it's not that no one else is talking about it, but amongst our own staff, I, I worry how many other people have played persona five. I know you were maybe expressing some interest in it, but never really got around no, to I it. Huh? Nope. Uh, I mean,
0: there's
1: so many other things. It it's hard to be like with all these things that are on Like, okay, I can squeeze in this hour, 100 hour long yeah. RPG.
0: I, uh, the, the spot that, uh, Persona 5 did have, I'm like, oh, this this weeb game, I'm just going to play Nier instead, this other weeb game. so
1: Yeah, they're both weeb games, that's for sure. Yeah. and But, I mean, in terms of the weeb games, I think Persona might be the better weeb game. Really? Okay. It's a different flavor Damn of weeb. It. Well, it's, you know, well, I mean, God, it's also way less, still way longer than Nier is. No, no, I, yeah, for sure.
0: But uh, I I was under the I impression that mo- most people prefer Nier over Persona 5, although it's not a direct comparison, of course.
1: No, I think there's a very likely chance that Persona 5 is my number three. For the
0: year, but I, I, I really quite a bit. wow. Okay, yeah. well, I, I gave it a ninety-seven. I guess, yeah, I guess, I yeah, I guess you did. I, it just it's been it's really been a long it. time. It's right.
1: It was, yeah, it, it, was, it was earlier in the year, and it's, and it's been a while. But and I mean, it, I loved Persona, right.
0: right? And it feels like Zelda ate up all the talk from the first half of the year, so no one was really right. talking about it anymore. So I, it, I just sort of forgot about it. But yeah. I, I don't know. I would be interested to ask like Stephanie if she's played I I doubt Jason or Dean oh, have. Or... I think
1: Jason might Jason might have played some G RPGs Yeah,
0: he does, but but he likes
1: western RPGs more typically.
0: So uh, uh this is one we're actually both playing Divinity. Uh I'm catching up on this yeah. one cuz I feel like it's going to be one that comes up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like I started, I'm enjoying it, but it's, it's it is hard to like all right, time to like hunker down and play a couple hours of, of this thing.
0: Yeah, on a, on a PC. That, I, that's one of the games I'm playing on my phone, like, over, like I'm streaming it to my phone from my PC, which makes it a little bit easier to, to find time to play it.
1: Yeah. And probably of the problem is like I still like play like Overwatch a bit. Like, yeah. Almost every day. Uh, even Destiny 2. I've been, I've been actually playing a lot of that. Actually, I do the raid now every week. So Wow. Okay.
0: Wow. so I'm I'm pretty good. Has that become like, have people found that, oh, we can do the raid every week, and that's maybe filling in the weekly content? Because a lot of people wanted to keep going back through that game, and they couldn't. Or is this just something you guys are doing? I don't know. Uh, Wait, a lot of people couldn't do the raid, you're saying? No, I'm just like, a lot of people were complaining because they're like, oh, there's nothing to do anymore. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't know. Well, it, it's different for PC, right? Because we're a month behind. Because right. I'm playing on PC. So it doesn't bother me as much that, like, every week I do the raid. I do the Nightfall, the Heroic Nightfall in, like, the weekly quests. It's a PvP. And that seems like a good amount of stuff for me. And also, I, also, to me, I'm, like, looking at the expansions, like, what, a couple weeks away? Right. Maybe a little bit more. So I'm, like, fine with it. Yeah. So, again, that might just be the PC, but the, the console difference. Because I hear that, too. And I'm kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm having fun. I'm fine.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, where's, is Destiny 2 going to make your list?
1: Man, it's a tough one. I game. don't know. There's so many good games. Probably yeah. not, just because I, I I am actually liking it a lot, and I am almost surprised how much I'm enjoying it. Right. The raid actually was super, super well done, uh, and super fun stuff. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's just so many uh things. I mean, is Divinity going to make it? it? It's like I recognize how good it is, but... right. You know, it, it is insane. Horizon's interesting, because at the time, I think I gave it like an 88 or something, because it, it did have some problems and, and stuff, and I talked about those, like some of the pacing things, the animation and stuff. Like, when you get further away from that game, that stuff doesn't really stick with you at all. Like You don't mm-hmm. remember that. You just remember how cool that game was, how pretty it was, how memorable the characters were. It was pretty hard for any of these games anymore to kind of be memorable. Mm-hmm. And Horizon, Horizon almost, like some games don't benefit from coming out early. I feel like Horizon almost benefited from coming out early. Yeah. I get something about, yeah, something about it is like sticking with me to the point where even though there's games I rated higher than it, like, uh, uh, Gravity Rush 2, which I don't think anyone else remembers that, but I like that a lot. Like now I'm like, oh no, Horizon was better than that.
0: Horizon. I have Gravity Rush 2 and I haven't, I haven't touched it. I don't think yeah, I ever moved no it No one it else up. has. I'm the only person who loves that series. Yeah. I, I want to, I definitely want to play it, but I just never got around to it. Um, yeah, Horizon is another one. Like, I'm, it's it, the the two games I'm gonna finish before the Game of the Year for sure are gonna be near in Horizon. Uh, yeah,
1: those seem pretty important. Yes, Horizon probably even more so.
0: I think more so. Yes, uh, Divinity. I will give. I'll, I will give some more time to. Let's see. We'll I'll see what happens. If I keep playing that game, uh, that's great. If I don't. It's really long, so that'll be fine too. Uh, but the, the the
1: the biggest one on mine that I really should be playing but having it is Wolfenstein Two. I haven't touched yeah, that one. Yeah,
0: so I, I don't think it's I don't necessarily know if it's going to be a top five contender for like our overall list, but I think it's like some of our other categories. it's, it's going it to play because the other categories. I
1: bet it will be in our top five because because I feel like it's going to be a game that everybody liked enough.
0: Yeah. That might you know what be, I mean? It might be like, it might be everyone's number five or number four or something. Yeah, like
1: one way. of those things.
0: <laughs> um, uh, are, are you, have that... Real quick, are go you ahead. still going to try to go back and play the New Order first or... I think you that's should just can't happen. Yeah, I, I think just, I'm just gonna jump in. Yeah, just watch. Is. Like it does a pretty good job of recapping. I would just uh, watch uh, the video, go on YouTube, and like look up a video uh, trying to decide between Wyatt and Fergus, uh, and like that lays out the differences, and then pick a different, a pick one, and then make sure it's Wyatt because Wyatt owns and is better. Although apparently that's controversial. But um, so, like when you start the game, do you still get to pick between those two people. Yeah, totally. Or? There's two different timelines. Yep. Um, and, and it makes it makes a difference. There's a lot of different stuff in each story just based on who you pick. So. Uh, that, that's the only thing that I would, cause you would really want to like know for sure going into the game. I would think, um, I mean, there's a lot of character moments in the first game. You'll really care about that stuff and that carries so, over, but you'll catch on quickly. It'll be fun. It, it, is shadow
1: of war just lost in the mix? Is it yeah. just not good enough?
0: It's not good enough. Uh,
1: this seems like it again, sold really well, and people liked it fine, but nobody, like I think I was saying this, I was like, no one's like really. No,
0: talking about a, how much
1: they love that game. I think mean, if you like it.
0: If you're talking about those games, Assassin's Creed Origins is better, and then Horizon's better on top of that, right?
1: Yeah,
0: Yes. Yeah. The, the the Far Creed Raider games. Right. I mean, you got to really stand out there, and I think I uh, do wonder if
1: Origins is better because I, I haven't actually played Shadow of War yet. Maybe it is. I don't
0: know. <coughs> I mean, that's that's the the general sense I've gotten. I played a little bit of Shadow of War. I played a lot more Assassin's Creed Origins than that, uh, and Origins definitely hooked me, uh, even with its slow start, hooked me faster than Shadow of War. Shadow of War is just kind of ugly. I think I, I can't really, is I think the career? main, the main character hair is hairs, like this, like matte, this like, yeah. I, and then I, I, I don't know. It's just all kind of gray and you know, it's Mordor. So it's like, they didn't go to a different setting. So it's like, it still looks like Mordor and that stinks. Um, I don't know. I, I just, yeah, it, I, I am definitely ready more. for the uh, pretty Lord of the Rings. Right. Exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of pretty places in middle earth. Why don't we go there? Um, but okay. Yeah. I, how about like on the indie side of things? Uh, are there oh. smaller games that you think people should be playing? Uh, I'll I'll start with one. <sighs> SteamWorld Dig Two uh, is one. Yeah. It's going to be on. I man, I, I don't know for sure. I'm pretty sure it's going to be in my top ten. Um, uh, once I start like doing the reckoning, it, maybe it's going to get kicked off just because there have been so many great games this year. But right now, I'm still feeling like man, that is one of the uh, best Metroidvanias that I, I've played in a long time. Even in a game with Metroid, uh, a year with the Metroid Two uh, remake. Still feeling like Steamroll Dick 2 is one of the best ones.
1: The one I was super interested in playing and like just and won't be able to play this year because really I'm waiting for the Switch version next year is Hollow Knight, which is yeah, another Metroidvania yeah. thing that I'm people have really praised. I mean, yeah, they say it's great, but I'm like, well, I, I want to play that on my Switch, so I'm going to wait. Was Cuphead good enough for like serious Game of the year uh contention?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I don't know. It's like definitely worth playing. I like it a lot, but is it like a top 5 game of the year, probably? Uh, so Golf Story is probably the best indie game I played this year so far. Which right? one? And I saw so, Golf Story. And I saw oh, like Golf Story,
0: some yeah. Some to go. I like Golf yeah. Story a lot. Yeah, that, that, yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if it's going to make my cut. Uh, I feel like I, I enjoy that game. I have a a lot of affection for it. But uh, now that I finished it, it's like uh, it was it was very nice. It was very nice. I,
1: I actually it was pleasant. It's kind of weird because I do have to kind of like now jump back into it because I was pretty far in it, and then Mario came out. And I right, had to
0: like switch over to that. I don't. Know, you could probably. You'll probably be able to finish. Probably fine. It's probably not hard
1: to jump back into.
0: Right now I feel like I'm just like ready to do our game of the year because I want to be like Shovel Knight Specter Torment has to be on our top ten. Uh, that Ooh, game is so. I didn't good. even
1: think about that. Like, does that count? It's weird, right? Because it's it like counts.
0: the new campaign yeah. for
1: Shadow Knight. But man, was it good?
0: Yeah, but it's like man, it's it not that. that it's not that like different. Well, I mean, I guess some of the levels are just remix levels, right? That's the thing. That, yeah, but the,
1: like, well, some of them are, but less so than it was in Plague Knight.
0: Right. I, I think I. To me, it meets the barrier uh, of entry to become like its own standalone game. It game to be de- It's and it's very very good. Um. So I went for King Knight. I can't wait, but I even beyond that, I like really can't wait just to see
1: like what's the next thing. If I mean Shovel Knight Two, even what does that look like? Right, uh, can't wait.
0: Yeah. Um. I yeah. I don't know. There's not not too much else that I feel like people would have to play because I mean there's just so much. No no one's gonna go around to most things, and at a certain point you start saying oh you gotta play this, you gotta play that to a point where you have more than ten games. Like you know just on the games that you should play, let alone the games everyone knows are gonna make the list. So, I, yeah. I,
1: I will still say that I, I, I am like you. I still feel like Game of the Year has to be either Mario or Zelda. Yeah, but me too. I know people who disagree. I am surprised how it just seems like the further we go along, there's more people who are like, actually, Zelda was bad. I, I
0: don't get it. That is, yeah, that's nuts. It's uh, like, it's like, that's the. I know, and Anthony's one of them. Yeah. Honestly, uh, we'll like have a real like, we'll talk about whether or not he's invited to Game of the Year. I'm not sure. I think he's... Oh, he'll be there. I think he might be, but. maybe we'll tell them a different day than what it actually is (laughs) There um yeah i don't know uh maybe yeah metroid samus returns i i I, yeah
1: that was super fun sonic mania i love sonic Sonic mania Mania.
0: yeah that's a very that's gonna be on my list somewhere for sure okay love sonic yeah cuphead is a game i think everyone played so it's not like we need to like recap that but it's like a game people might forget about i i think sometimes uh i guess i don't know as we're doing the, the various different um categories of awards cuphead will probably come up a bunch uh so we'll see I'll tell
1: you what samus returns is definitely the uh, 3ds game of the year yeah
0: samus metroid <laughs> returns yeah samus metroid returns metroid samus returns yep. to the returning uh yeah definitely the 3ds game of the year for sure i wouldn't i don't know uh here's one call of duty world war ii mm, i have a code for that and i can play that now play it i want you to play it uh, you gotta help me out
1: <laughs> you want me to play i want you to play it.
0: help me out here man um <laughs> Just do me a solid. you play all of it, can I play some you of it? You could just play some of it, yeah, for sure. Just play some of it, for sure. And <laughs> see what I how I feel after that. Yeah, yeah. See if it grabs you. Man, play Wolfenstein 2, though, for sure. <laughs> yeah, how about me How mad
1: would you be if would be so mad? Play World War II, but don't <laughs> play Wolfenstein
0: Right, and yeah. For God, man. Oh, I'm not looking forward to that conversation. Dean is such a <laughs> fanboy. Such a fanboy.
1: He loves,
0: he loves his Call of Duty. Uh all right. I don't I don't think there's much else to go over here, Mike. Uh anything else sticking no, out to you or should no. we just get the hell out of here?
1: Oh, I, I think we covered all the things. Maybe we missed yeah.
0: something. But. Yeah, but uh well. I'm sure other people would have other things to bring up. Uh, we'll see. Puyo Puyo Tetris. That's one. We'll see. I actually
1: didn't like that, but I think that actually came out for like you're right. PlayStation Four they should forge a really bizarre a, it's like game. that.
0: Yeah. Although to be fair... yeah, yeah like I guess you never do right. come in America. Well, uh, yeah, whatever. Um, okay. So that's gonna do it for the Game Suite Designs podcast this week. Mike, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on the internet? You can
1: always find me at Games Beats, you know, writing about those video games. Uh also yeah, you know, I'm on Twitter at Tolkoto And I also uh, do the exploding barrel podcast with my brother every week. That's at ebpodcast.com.
0: And uh, I'm on Twitter, at Jeff Grubb, uh, YouTube, youtube.com slash Jeffrey Grubb. Uh, still trying to do some uh, PUBG family dinners when I can. It's kind it's a busy time of year, so it hasn't been happening recently. I uh, had my mother-in-law here this week, so like last Friday I was going to do it, but then I ended up cleaning all night. Uh, but that would be at twitch.tv slash Jeff Grubb. I'm going to actually shift it over there instead of Game Speed. Um, and, yeah, I think that's going to do it. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, thank you for listening, and take care, all you kiddos.
1: Yeah, Santa's watching.